Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about developing discernment. Discernment is really, really important in understanding, uh, evaluating all kinds of different decisions and kind of, or situations and making a decision. So uh, how do you go about that? I'm going to explain what discernment is and then the four processes to developing your discernment. Uh, I know you're going to find at least one of these four is probably an area where you're a little lower in. So we want to increase that for you. Uh, And I'm going to give you some self-reflection questions at the end. Also, don't forget to check out, we are having our uh, Getting Off the Emotional Roller Coaster webinar on Tuesday. So uh, I'll put the link in there with all the registration details. Join us. It's going to be a fun night. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So what is discernment? So discernment is the process by which we evaluate situations and make decisions. So in order to truly use our discernment, we have to use our rational or logical thinking and our intuition. We need them both. So, uh, discernment is the ability to discriminate choose, decide, and act. So those are all different. So discriminate is, is kind of sort out. Um, choose is after you've sorted out, you can make a decision uh, based on what you have and know at the moment. Um, but you can pick something. Um, deciding is really an inner kind of, you haven't just chosen the, the thing in front of you that, yes, this is what I want to do, but now you decide. So it's like a, using your will and then action. So actually doing something from that decision. So if you develop the skill of discernment, you can literally change your life. Okay. I've seen this for myself and I've seen this for dozens of coaching clients. The more you develop your discernment, uh, the, the more that you can know what to do, when to do it with who and how to do it. Okay. So I want to talk to you about the four processes for developing your discernment. You might want to take notes on this one. Okay. So the first one is perception. So perception, of course, is related to our five senses. Uh, We perceive the world around us. But when I'm talking about perception here, what I'm really talking about is your worldview or your mindset. So uh, we really want our perception to be continually changing, uh, kind of have having updates, if you will, over time. Uh, We want to be flexible and adaptive. We don't want to be limited by perceptions that only fit our self-interest. Okay. That's where we're, we're finding a lot of people, you know, right now this automatically makes me think about, uh, race relations and things like that, because, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, well, wait a minute, maybe I need to update my thinking on some of these issues. Right. So, so they're changing their perceptions, the way that they look at the world. It's a good thing. Uh, you know, I, I work with a lot of teachers and, uh, the teachers that struggle the most or who have struggled the most, especially during this, these pandemic times are the ones who say there's only one way to teach. 
you know, and, and really the, the reason why they say that is because they've never updated their perception about teaching. And I, I heard from somebody not, not too long ago that they said they've learned more about teaching and learning and development during the pandemic than they have in their 20 plus years of teaching because they were forced to update their perception about the world. Okay. So that way, you know, when we go back to whatever quote unquote normal is after all of this, that person, because they have updated their perceptions, they will never go back to how they were teaching before they've learned too much. Does that make sense? So we want to be um, aware of our perceptions and we also want to be inviting new ways of thinking. So I'm just going to take a stab in the dark and say, you know, that if you're listening to this podcast and you're a regular listener, first of all, thank you. Huge gratitude and big love in my heart for you. Um, but secondly, you know, you're, you're probably a person who's constantly wanting to update your perceptions. That's why you're here. Okay. So the, the second process to developing discernment is your intuition. And I really want to kind of hang here a little bit. So, uh, we have listeners from all around the world. I haven't counted how many countries lately, but, uh, quite a few. And here in the United States, I know for sure, uh, that's my perception. Uh, I, I don't know if, it, if this is outside of the United States, but definitely in the United States, we have, um, this thinking that rational and logical thinking is king. That intuition uh, has been seen from everything as, you know, psychic powers to being crazy to woman's work is what I've actually heard it called before. Using your intuition is really listening to your inner voice listening to your feelings, your emotions, the vibrations that are happening within you. It is also a very scientific and spiritual process. Okay. Uh, when you don't use your intuition, let me just say this. It's like trying to play cards without a full deck. We all have intuition and if it's not being developed, then we're missing out. Okay. Um, you know, feelings have vibrations. So feelings, emotions, thoughts, ideas, everything in this universe has a vibration or frequency. Um, sound, you know, you can, you can play high frequency music, go Google high frequency music. You'll find all kinds of cool stuff. Um, they're, they're doing some, some, uh, I've seen this on Facebook several times where they, uh, they're playing different sounds with tuning forks and, uh, right up next to a table with a bunch of sand on it. And it shows you the picture of the frequency of that sound. It's fascinating. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who are doing, um, sound therapy. So they're actually healing, uh, illnesses, diseases, and, and injuries through sound therapy, because the frequencies are actually, you know, kind of getting in there and doing their thing. I don't have my command today to really talk about frequencies as much as I would like to. However, we are doing our webinar on the 16th. So getting off the emotional roller coaster. So I'll leave that link in there for the registration details. Would you consider today, you know, uh, setting aside a little bit of time? And I know I've heard from some people, especially our loyal listeners there, 
you know, we have uh, several people in different countries who've already said they, they can't be there because of the time. Uh, I am going to record it. I will go ahead and put it on our podcast. So there's some value to being there live because you can ask your questions. Um, But if you can't, if life gets in the way, it's okay. I've got you covered, right? Um, But ultimately what we're going to talk about is the idea that um, emotions and feelings have a frequency and you can uh, see it. I'm going to show a chart uh, and we're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about how can you get more in touch with your feelings? It's really, really important that you do. Okay. Um, so for me, I, I'll just say this, that I've been developing this for a while and it's gotten to the point when I'm reading something, maybe I'm watching a, a video or listening to a podcast or just having a conversation and I, I have the, the feeling that goes throughout my body and I can, maybe I can't tell you the number of the frequency, but I can tell you whether it's a lower frequency or a higher frequency now. And so for me, I desire to be at the higher frequency. So love, joy, peace, compassion, um, those are higher frequencies. And so what I've developed over time is listening to my intuition listening to that still small voice. And when it says it's a a lower frequency, I try to release it as quickly as possible or transform it. And when it says it's a higher vibration, uh, then I, I try to follow it as much as possible. So for example, if I'm, you know, listening to a video and they're doing a call to action and I feel like it's a lower vibration, that's okay. I just don't do that. Um, but if I feel like it's something calling to me, I jump on it right away. Okay. So it's a, a, a different way of living life with almost a guarantee of success. Okay. And remember, so you've got to have your perception and your intuition. So perception is your worldview and it's going to largely, um, determine your ability to get in touch with your intuition. Okay. Now, the next process of developing discernment is decision-making. So using your rational, uh, intuitive, and spiritual filters to really determine the best course of action for you and others, okay? So it's choosing the best thing that you can for now. So based on what you have and know now, you're going to make the best decision that you can. Now, you know, a year from now, 10 years from now, you can look back on that and you can judge yourself harshly and say that wasn't the right decision, or you can make the decision and have love and compassion for yourself while you're doing it. I think that's huge. Listen, we're all doing the very best that we can. And it doesn't help to blame, shame, and judge ourselves for trying to make the best decision in the moment. And we also want to, uh, you know, realize that we're trying to make decisions, not just for us, but also for others and with others. So taking into account that you, this choice, this decision that you're making has consequences and it's not just for you. It's for other people as well. So, you know, when I chose to start this podcast, I mean, it's got consequences for, for not just me, but for my family and for my community and for all of you. Uh, and also realizing that choosing and not choosing both have consequences. So, uh, you know, one of the things that I think about all the time in making decisions, especially in the moment is, you know, you, you have all the, of these decisions with, uh, difficult or challenging people throughout your day. 
And you have the choice, the decision between do I fly off the handle or do I practice composure? And, you know, we've talked about this before. It's a very small window right there between, you know, when you're kind of triggered and and when you act, but there is a decision-making window in there. And when you, uh, you know, develop your perception and your intuition, the window there to make the decision becomes larger. So it feels like you have a lot more time in between, uh, you know, somebody saying and doing something that, that sets you off and, and your reaction. Okay. And then number four, developing your discernment, uh, is action. So discernment requires action. Uh, and as you are taking those actions, so you, you've, you've had this perception, you developed your intuition, you've made a decision and now you're acting out of that action. You're going to get new perceptions and new choices. You're going to do some readjusting, right? You're going to choose, uh, and then use your will and your power of, of persistence and also discipline, uh, all of those words that some people look at and say, those are bad words. We don't like those words. <laughs> um, but any growth in any area of your life is going to take making a decision, using your will, a little bit of persistence and discipline. Uh, a great example of this one. Hey, listen, we are closing in on 600 podcast episodes here very soon. Uh, now I've done these episodes and, and what I talk about has really changed over time and it's adapted to my new knowledge, my new awareness and, and also audience needs. So when you all, uh, ask a question or, Uh, especially when I find that there are patterns. So every now and then I'll find that, you know, two or three different people will ask pretty much the same question. Then I know I'm going to do a podcast on that. Um, But many times you guys are reaching out to me saying, Hey, I've got this problem or this issue. Can you do a teaching on this? I love that. Awesome. Uh, And I followed, I followed my gut for, for the grand part of all of this. And I choose the best topics, the best examples, the best ideas that I know of for now. Uh, And I send you all love while I'm doing it. And I also show up every single day. And as I'm doing it, I'm learning more about myself. I'm learning more about the topics that we're talking about. I'm learning more about you guys. um, And I'm growing. So you know, taking action and doing this podcast has been really good for developing my learning and growth and discernment. It's changing my perception of the world, uh, getting me in touch with my intuition even more, making decisions and taking action. Uh, it's been really important. So a couple questions here. Would you say that you're more a rational, logical person or you trust your intuition more? If you had to lean one way or the other, which would it be? And how can you develop both of those to make decisions and take action? So not just one or the other, but both. I know a lot of my coaching clients are very much stuck in that rational thinking brain, the, the, the how brain. And, you know, we really have to challenge them to, to open up their intuition a little bit more. And I know some people who are run by intuition and we have to like, okay, back up a little bit. Let's think about how this decision is going to have consequences. So how can you develop them both? Are you stuck in the same worldview and need a little bit of a shakeup? 
Have you been doing the same things over and over and over again, having the same thoughts? Do you need a little shakeup? And what's your relationship with decision-making? Do you find making decisions easy, difficult? Do you find yourself making decisions and then later on regretting that decision? Just, just get in touch with that part of you and, and try to figure out what is your relationship with decision-making? So last thing, uh, I would just ask you to join us on our, our webinar on the 16th, uh, especially if you struggle with getting in touch with your intuition. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a great night of fun. Uh, I have a friend coming with me, Bethany Clemenson. She's going to do our, um, she's going to kind of host it, MC it for us. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. I uh, cannot wait to spend a little bit more time with you guys. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.